0: From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com.
1: And that if you help me dig it up, you can have half, and I'll have half. Is that okay? I mean, is that fair? Because if I have half of the money, I can go away somewhere where nobody can find me. Not Russell, or my mother, or Sylvester, anybody. You don't know what that'd mean. Why, if I had enough money, I might even be able to...
0: And that's from some mad, 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 mad. I don't know how many mads, but a mad, 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 mad world. Now imagine that you're settling in. You've been married for a little over a year, and you've got big money problems. You're constantly broke. Now you ask your husband, honey, what's going on? And he says, you know, I admit I waste my money. But he has nothing to show for it. No purchases, no visa charges. One listener said, it's like he's burning thousands of dollars every month. He denies any addictive habits, of course. So when things don't add up, when they don't make sense, what do you do? I'll help a wife in this situation coming up. Now you meet a guy at a nightclub. He's a good guy, but you don't like his looks. But, you go ahead and you marry him because he helps you out with your three kids. But you're not attracted to him in the marriage. He helps you out, he caters to you, and you know he's not your type. So you ask your mom for her advice, and she says, Listen, you got to learn to love him because he's a good man. So you try that route, and you still don't love him. But you have two kids with him in addition to your other three kids. Mom is now dead and you don't like her advice to stick it out, what do you do? And I'll answer this listener's question coming up. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness, and that means that your happiness matters. I'm a clinical psychologist, and even though it's not therapy, this is an opportunity for you to call in and ask me any question that's messing up your life, anything that might help you feel a little better about yourself or put things in perspective or give you some guidance as to what you might do. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, that's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, and let's turn to the phones right now and speak with Barb. Barb, welcome to the show.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: Very good, thank you. Your question is...
1: I'm not exactly sure what my question is. I've been married for 35 years, and my husband's recently decided that he likes to be in bars flirting with women. And, you know, I think it's the whole midlife crisis thing. Um, and he's just recently, this past week, said he thinks that maybe our marriage is over and he wants to move on. Now, I know you can't do anything to make anybody else do anything, um, but I'm just wondering, from my standpoint, is there anything that you do that would help him maybe... Think about what he's doing, or
0: you know, I don't know what you're up against. Do you do you know if he's attracted to another woman? Do you as?
1: Go ahead. I don't know that he's attracted to a well. I know he was attracted to one woman, but I mean, I don't think it's any one woman in particular.
0: Yeah, what would you say are the main causes of him moving away from you?
1: Um, I don't know. I think he resents being married for thirty-five years. Um, He he says that I've controlled everything for 35 years, but he's the type of person that when you ask him, you know, where do you want to go eat, he's like, I don't know, wherever you you want.
0: Okay, so he's been real passive in the relationship. He hasn't been a go-getter or a self-starter.
1: No, no, he has not.
0: And, And so he's sick of that. And now after many years of saying whatever you want, honey, it's, I'm sick of this, you're too controlling. And you sit there and go, what do you mean controlling? I gave you many options, but you never chose. Right, yeah. (laughs) So are you happy with him as a lifetime partner?
1: Um, I do believe he is my lifetime partner.
0: In what sense? In what way does he bring you a lot of pleasure?
1: He's a very passionate, caring man. Um, when he he is with you, I mean, you, you feel safe and secure. Um. We just always seem to be able to really connect, I mean really deep connect, but uh it's just grown apart
0: and you have children, I'm assuming, yes, how they're grown now or how old
1: oh they're they're old they're thirty two and thirty five
0: okay um, so it isn't an issue of having young ones at home or
1: teenagers yeah. at home no
0: no um has is this the first time this has happened in the thirty five years?
1: No, this is actually the second time. The first time was about three years ago.
0: Okay. What helped him turn it around then?
1: I We started going to counseling, and then he said that counseling didn't help him, and he just made up his mind that uh, this was what he wanted, and uh, he told me at that time he, he needed some space to decide between me and her, and he, it took like a month and actually went away to go to school for something. And came back, and at the end of that month, he said he decided, and he was going to, he decided that he did want to be with me, that it was going to be a decision that he made and he would stick with for the rest of his life. And, you know, he talked to everybody, and he knew that that was what he wanted, that was what the right thing to do was.
0: Okay. With him, you know, I might say to him in your situation something like, What would you want to change in our relationship? that would be enticing that would make you want to stay together rather than separate what do you think he might answer
1: um i don't i think he would answer this week there's nothing we i honestly think that he would answer that there's nothing we can change that would
0: save it. So you're saying at this point, I'm assuming that you're a him now if we stay in role play. Okay. You're saying, honey, at this point, that there's nothing that that makes you want to stay together in this relationship. You, you're pretty certain you'd be happier outside the relationship?
1: I think the only thing he would stay with the relationship is for the family and the kids and the grandchildren.
0: Okay, so that, that would be your motivation then? If he's saying that it's the grandchildren, the family, the holidays, and the rest, then you could say to him, "What about? What else could we strengthen to make those values still important to you? You know, to excuse me, not still important, but to make it so that you could preserve those values." Now, the bottom line is, he may do none of these, and in that case, he, it may be water over the dam, meaning he may just have been so bored in the relationship, or he may have found that it's much more exciting outside, meeting new women, or maybe he has a girlfriend on the side that's saying, you've got to leave your marriage, you'll be much happier with me. And... He's, he wants that. And what can you do if he absolutely wants that? You can ask him to go back to counseling. That seemed to work before. But if he says, no, we tried that. It didn't work. He may want out. And then at that point, what do you need to do for yourself?
1: What do you, I'm sorry, what did you say? What do I oh, What
0: to? do you need to do for yourself?
1: what do I need to do for
0: myself? I need to get on with my life. Exactly, exactly. You have got to find the the friends that you can connect with through this period. You've got to grieve your losses. You've got to find what brings you pleasure in life, what values, what hobbies, what interests, and then even look for another romantic partner. Maybe not right away, but you need to move on if that's the case. So I would try to reach out to him, but if that doesn't work, I would certainly not... not, um, Not spend too much time time grieving the loss because you want to value your life moving on. Listen, thank you so much for the call. Give me a call back. Let me know how it works. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Being a cheapskate is unromantic because it implies that saving every last cent is more important than your partner's enjoyment. Then again, showing off your wealth is unromantic because it reveals insecurity. Being generous simply means doing a bit more than is necessary or expected. If your partner admires an affordable art book or a nice piece of jewelry but doesn't buy it, consider it for a birthday, anniversary, or holiday gift. Giving small, thoughtful gifts at unexpected times is another way to show your love. Don't give thoughtless and gifts. They're almost worse than no gift at all.